hello, good morning, and uh, or afternoon, or whatever time you're listening to, and welcome to the Dingus Hour. My name is Spencer Bozzini. I am your host on this journey to Dingusdom. Um, thank you for coming back for another episode. Uh, I've had quite a long week. Uh, this episode's actually coming out uh, a little late. It's the holiday seasons, uh, and I just had... Um, we're moving a lot of stuff around, and uh, thank goodness we got a guest and uh, <laughs> yesterday, and uh, you know we're doing some final final editing uh, this morning because um, we've had a little bit of a crazy uh, day here at or guess couple days here at uh, the good old uh, Spencer Apartments, and uh, I guess a topic I want to get into before <laughs> we start is uh again with the stress i uh i went to the doctor last last week and i think it was on christmas to be perhaps they were open on christmas for some reason but i uh a few days beforehand i went to uh, a client's house and it was this old scary lady and she had uh she had like ravens all over her house and I was walking up and there's like thunderstorms and lightning and whatnot and I went in she was very it's very rude she she looked at me and she said I want you to just go out there and measure my gutters I don't want you to do anything else I don't want to talk to you I don't want to conversate I'd, I just want an estimate for the gutters and me being Mr little nice boy I said okay ma'am absolutely whatever I can do for you happy holidays and I went and I measured and about 20 minutes into it I, I blacked out I went uh, and I, I don't remember and I woke up in my car and there was no more house so I was like okay maybe maybe I was just dreaming maybe maybe something's going on and then I went home and I was starting to not feel so great my tummy was starting to hurt and I was like man I gotta I gotta go to the doctor this isn't good so masked up went to the doctor on Christmas day I don't know why they were open on Christmas day you know bless those essential workers but I basically went in and I peed in the cup and when I peed in the cup for the they wanted me to test basically my pee melted the cup and they were like oh no this ain't good and i said what's what's wrong doc and they uh they looked at me and they said you got the super gonorrhea and i was like oh no not just a regular gonorrhea i had super gonorrhea and so you know i'm uh recovering from that nothing's nothing extraordinary i mean my penis is starting to fall off but other than that, I mean, nothing too crazy is happening. Um, so, I guess for this podcast, I want to focus on self-care. Because it's been so stressful. And having super gonorrhea, it's very stressful. It's not, it's not something I'm happy of living with. But we're going to focus on self-care today. And I have a great guest today that's going to help us with our self-care journey and making us feel better about ourselves and, you know, getting over this super gonorrhea. So before we get into that, though, 
as always, I want to I want to get into this animal fact of the day. All righty. So today's animal fact of the day is about a fantastic animal found in the warm waters of Florida, kind of around there. So I want to talk about the manatee. And manatees, if you don't know what a manatee is, you should you should Google one because manatees are they're fantastic animals. They're they're just big old like water guy. I don't even know. Uh, they're like twelve feet long. They're just they look like water elephants pretty much. And I love manatees so much. They're the most absolute peaceful creatures. They're gorgeous. And I there's a great fact here that so let's go back to January 9th 1493 so when that doofus Christopher Columbus now internationally hated man he when he was coming over to America he had a diary and in this diary he said that on the previous day he distinctly saw three mermaids which rose well out of the sea but they are not so beautiful as they were said to be, for their faces had some masculine traits. And Columbus wasn't the only sailor to spot mermaids in the water. But the reason that they weren't beautiful, but they are beautiful animals, so fuck you, Christopher Columbus, is that these were manatees that Christopher Columbus was seeing. So this is just another reason why Christopher Columbus is just one of the worst human beings to ever. I mean, he took over the land and then he killed and raped a bunch of people. And now he's calling manatees, not beautiful whatsoever. So, uh, you know, fuck you, Christopher Columbus. And uh, that was the animal fact of the day. And before we do begin, uh, actually this week, we do not have a special, sponsor unfortunately um i guess nobody wanted to reach out to the dingus hour after last week's episode of talking about brazilian waxing so i think we're just gonna have to give it a week and we're gonna try again uh next time but we do have a absolutely fantastic show like i did say earlier and um so buckle on in for this interview and we'll be right back Alrighty, so my next guest uh, is a very close friend of mine. Everybody's a friend of mine on the Dingus Hour, uh, but uh, I missed her a lot, and I'm glad we could get together. So this week we have on the wonderful Miss Stephanie. Hello, hello. All right, uh, and Stephanie actually has a little guest with her too. Uh, he is he's new to the uh, the Dingus Hour family. Um, oh. <laughs> We got it. Oh, uh, so that, that was Mr. Alfredo, who I got uh, this morning, actually. Um, and we'll, we'll give you a little backstory on Alfredo, because uh, this is another reason, actually, why Stephanie came over. So uh, Stephanie's a self-care guru, and that's uh, 
kind of what we're going for in this episode. So uh, today I went and I picked. So I've been basically looking for a kitten for a while. Uh, Igor needed a friend. Um, I've said it for a year that oh, I want another kitten. I want another kitten. And I just I got a gift card to uh, this fantastic farm store uh, by my excuse me by my parents. And I said, OK, I'm going to go get some kitten supplies. So shout out mom and dad on that. And uh, so I went and got the kitten supplies and I was just looking on Craigslist and I found this little booger on here. And uh, so he is a, he looks like a Lynx Point Siamese. Dave's using the air fryer in the background that we got for Christmas too. Yeah, he's a little boy. Um, So basically the story is, um, and we're taking him to the vet too before all of this. We're taking him to the vet on Wednesday because the story is a little, I don't know, a little sketch. So this lady found Alfredo out in the cold and he apparently had, was like losing fur on his back. He didn't have much fur on his back. He had a cold. Um, he's a little like he had, I don't know, goop coming from his eyes. And uh, she apparently rested. Sneezing. Rest- sneezing. And uh, she apparently took him in and has been taking care of him uh, ever since. And he's seven weeks old. Uh, I'm not used to a kitten. Usually you get kittens around the eight-week-old mm-hmm. mark. Yeah. yeah. Us- nine around d- three months, actually. Three months? Actually, so 12. Yeah, so he's a lot littler than what I'm used to, but um, he's adorable. Um, I really enjoyed this past few hours with him, and uh, I don't know how Igor feels. Obviously, he's a new cat, so um, he's just been... He looks happy, though. Yeah, he seems like a happy boy. I mean, he's been very playful and purring. And, he's exploring and um, he's eating. Yeah, he's, he's been eating. He used the litter you. box. Uh, he slept. I mean, he's been doing it all. And uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, I mean, he's going to the vet on Wednesday just to, you know, as you always should with your pets, uh, just to double check and make sure to take care of them. But, yeah, 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 yeah. So, all right, Stephanie, we'll start. We'll stop talking about this <laughs> stupid cat. We'll, we'll no, we love your tiny kitten found in the rain. He oh. has a little survivor story. <laughs> you can tell them later on once he's survived his early, his early weeks and starts to grow and get bigger and healthier. Oh, yeah, we'll for sure have... Um, little Fredo updates. Yes, little Fredo updates. I, <laughs> I will be looking forward to little Fredo updates. But uh, All right, Stephanie, so... Let's get into it. So, Stephanie. Let's do it. Do you remember how we met? Uh, we met at Twix. We met at Twix. We were both servers. Yes. I, I don't remember who worked there first, if we were hired on at the same time. Do you remember? I think you were there first. And then you came in. I think that's right. Right. And I'm pretty sure I didn't like you too much. Yeah. No, you didn't. You didn't. I think because you were... And to, to just to just put it out into the world, Stephanie is, like, by far, like, the most gorgeous woman on, oh. like, planet Earth. Like, oh. she is, like, she's a model. She's she's just a wholesome woman. She's, she's, she's everything. Thank uh, you, Spencer. Um, of course, of course. Um, I thought it, you were going to say I was uptight and not fun <laughs> to work with. <laughs> no, at first. I'll take compliments. At though. first, I was like, because I'm a people pleaser, like we've been talking about. And at first, you were like, I don't want to fucking talk to you. And you're like straight up on that. Uh, I actually remember the situation. Um, 
it was a silverware situation. It was. You believe that. Um, you, you wouldn't put the silverware in the proper order. So you were oh. putting the small spoons with the big spoons and some forks in the knives. Really? And I kind of lost my shit. No, I, I don't blame like, you then. This new boy, he doesn't give no Fs about doing things the right way. So that I don't fuck with him. just like me. Well, and then it took me a while to realize this guy's very funny, and I really like being around him. So, friends for life. Friends for life, friends always. For life. I have I have a little Stephanie tattoo on my. Uh, Do you really? Yeah, I have Stephanie tatted on my, my name. Yeah, on on your on my left butt cheek. Hmm, um, mm-hmm. that's cute. Do you have my name tatted on you? Got a few tattoos. You got a few tattoos. A few on my butt, but but I don't think any of them say your name. Oh damn. damn. <laughs> Damn. Just to be honest. Just to be honest. <laughs> no, I, I, that's my next tattoo. That's my first and next tattoo. <laughs> that. What, what do you have tattooed on you, if I may ask? I have five tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, my very first tattoo was uh, with Adam, actually. My Shout first tattoo Adam. was a matching tattoo, and I drew it myself. It was a puzzle piece because you always need a puzzle piece with your significant other. <laughs> Uh, I had a ohm symbol in the middle, and then the empty spaces turned to some moons and stars. Um, so it was, you know, I grew up, my mom always saying, I love you more than the sun and the moon and the stars. And that kind of just continued on as I would say it before, you know, it boyfriend says it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he got the same one without the sun, moon, and stars on his wrist. Or, uh, on his ribs and then now we have a second matching tattoo which oh. is in hebrew and it happens to say sun moon star so that's so cute eventually over the years it kind of it clicked in and he decided he was <laughs> committed enough to have I love that it. right i love it that's yeah. great no i think if i were to uh if i ever get married one day one day in the future i would i would like to get like i don't know maybe not like i don't know but they always say like getting like your spouse's name on you is like well, bad i don't luck. do the names man you can be matching you know yeah obviously. I, I i even have a matching tattoo with a with a old girlfriend of mine not relationship girlfriend just friend girlfriend of mine and I got it for my grandmother, uh, some lavender. My grandma used to take like actual raw lavender flowers and put them under my pillow at night, which just gave me this whole association with the flower. Why would she put lavender underneath? Just because it smelled nice and she like knew it would help me sleep. So she'd put like real flowers under my pillow and like spray my pillow and be like, gonna help my grandchildren sleep it was really cute so that's that's adorable it was adorable so then i decided to get some lavender tattooed on my my side boob but then (laughs) i know then my uh friend laura she she asked if she could join me that day and i was ready to walk into any random tattoo artist any any random (laughs) random shop and uh she asked if she could join so i said yeah and we finally find a spot that's got some walk-ins and she she wanted to get the same thing as me which you know me 
much like yourself, being a people pleaser, I said, sure. (laughs) (laughs) So even though it's for my grandmother, I uh, somehow managed to get a like a friendship tattoo of something that was for my grandmother. Okay, but it. But we're no longer friends. That's the end of the story. Oh, but okay. we're no longer friends. But we still have a matching tattoo, and that's why it's okay to All get right. matching tattoos. If, if if she's listening to this, uh, sup, Laura? Should I say sup. names? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> name drop, bitch. It fucking told my lavender tattoo. Her word, his words, not mine. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. Um, but um, so this episode, I guess, is also like I said before, it's about self care. And before this, uh, so Stephanie is actually fun fact: you are licensed. How do you pronounce it? Esthetician. Esthetician. I was gonna say that, but I was scared I was gonna be wrong. But You're good. Stephanie is a licensed esthetician, mm-hmm. and. She said, Spencer, I'm going to give you a facial before we start the podcast. And I was like, really? That's the sweetest thing anyone's ever done. And she gave me, so I was, it, it was lying down in my living room. So I got a facial in my living room, ladies and gentlemen. But, um, so I like laid out, sprawled out on my, uh, beanbag chair and she like, I don't know, that was like a good 45 minutes. You were just like going to town. It should be. I mean, this even a little bit short but that's and what i got I like a it, it was <laughs> like the sweetest christmas present ever like Aww. it was like so i smelled um i don't know i smell like blueberries now well i saw on your snapchat a few weeks ago it was something like i'm spencer and i'm doing self-care and i'm putting coconut oil all over my face tonight and i immediately had to kind of contact you and say spencer did you know that coconut oil is caminogenic and is going to clog all of your pores and not actually your face like your hair? Caminogenic means that it'll clog your pores, man. Oh, <laughs> Give you caminogenic like comedones, which are like pimp- the holes in your skin, your pores. Mm-hmm. And when they're closed, it can cause a closed comedone. Or an open comedone would be like a blackhead. And then Ooh. it oxidizes and turns black, or Ooh. a closed comedone, which is a pimple or a white hat. Fun fact. These are wow. I, so <laughs> I, I love skin stuff. Um, we're also eating Chipotle. Please. We are eating Chipotle. Please eat Chipotle. Mind um, the crunching ASMR. Yeah, oh, I'm having chip and queso. Mm-hmm. So. This coconut oil. So can I use it on my eyebrows? Is that okay to use it on my eyebrows to get rid of dandruff? Um, you know, honestly, I sometimes get pimples where my eyebrows grow. And then I have to work on them and do some salicylic acid and get that to go away. So I would say if you have really thick eyebrows like yourself, um, that a little bit brushed over your caterpillar eyebrows. Uh, would not be a negative thing for you. I think you would pull that off just fine. Myself, being a blonde with really fine hair and not that much of the brow <laughs> without anything lined on, can 
be comedogenic to me. It can clog my pores because it's going right onto my skin. Uh, but for yourself, I would say it may even be beneficial to your eyebrows. Yeah. Cool. Circumstantial. Circumstantial. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so let's since we're talking about skin and pimples. So. <laughs> I have this little tool, and this is, like, my guilty pleasure. I have, like, the blackhead extractor, the removal tool. Which one? Oh, you have... It's, like, the flat one, and it has, like, the loop. You have an extraction tool. Extraction tool. Mm -hmm. I fucking love that thing, and I will... And I know it's bad, but, like, I will fucking, like, stand in the mirror for, like, 20 minutes every night and just, like, try to find a blackhead Every night? Probably probably it's, it's like mm. the most fucking satisfying thing for me to like well you know the thing is spencer is i'm not actually dogging you for it no, because for it. if you are doing this on a day-to-day basis i'm not seeing any scarring on your face where you're overworking your skin mm. and you're causing any kind of breaking um however 20 minutes you can do a lot of damage uh, especially a lot of people that may not have as tough of a skin type as yours, mm-hmm. and you can cause scarring and you can cause damage that over time could be irreparable. You could cause some major scars, like I said. So I no, um, I don't want to scar up my, my beautiful face. No, you don't. So just be mindful. If you see one where you're like, that is a huge open comedone check out that blackhead you know and you feel like you can get it out yeah uh do it but also i want to mention it at the same time sorry if this is boring to anybody this isn't boring at all okay if you don't think so um (laughs) this is this is a stream of consciousness this is about self-care we are self-caring ourselves this week babies we are doing this well if uh, one of the better ways to go about extraction, if you have an extraction tool, what Spencer's talking about, it, it's like a little metal tool, and on one side it has a loop, and the other side may be a smaller loop, or it might be a lance, which is uh, essentially like a needle or something that looks like Oh, I fucking, pokey. my mom has a lance one, and... She if, has a lance one. If I have like a fucking fat like it's gross but she'll like, get it I right have, in the middle and then if, use the other loop and just kind of help it out there oh god thanks mom she yeah. taught you then mm-hmm. so your mom probably has some self-care in her background where she's kind of passed that on to you yes definitely definitely yeah where you care i think i would say the same about my boyfriend adam is that he is willing to use the face products and the serums that i give him or at least for that night, and he happens to be showered and ready, (laughs) then he will use them, you know? But I also think that comes down from his mother and his family's perspective of self-care, which led him to take care of himself as well, you know? I I think if you look good, you feel good. I mean, that's why... I mean, like, I'm a little shaggy right now, but, like, I enjoy getting, like, a haircut, like, every, like, I don't know, month. Like, I fucking enjoy that like to feel like the feeling of a fresh haircut especially like my barber too because like i'll get the um i know adam does it too but like i get like a razor skin fade like i just like fucking like like smooth baby skin like that's like i fucking love that and that's not just for 
other people too. It's not because you're doing it for your work or for school mm. because we're all in quarantine right now and that still makes you feel better to get your yes. hair cut. And when you <laughs> yes. walk your non-existent dog down the street, you're not doing it for the people that randomly look at you. You're still doing it for you. No, I, I could care less. I could care less what my uh, gutter clients uh, have to say about uh, my face or my uh, my nose piercing or mm-hmm. the way that I have uh, my hair done. Like, it's because I'm either A, wearing a hat, or B, like, it's slicked back. Like, right. I could, I don't know, I care less. Like, I look good and I feel good. But That's um, why it's important to acknowledge that self-care isn't for surface beauty mm-hmm. at all times let's say mm-hmm. sometimes perhaps but a lot of the time how we feel when we look at ourselves in the mirror or where we touch our own skin or how we just feel about our exteriors our clothing our hair mm-hmm. our faces mm-hmm when we take care of all of those things that's for us and our decisions alone so yeah we're doing this little podcast just for self-care talk about how we do those things to make our own selves happier not just the people around us right i love that Mm -hmm. so so stephanie let's say you're you're feeling you're feeling down you got you got diagnosed with the super gonorrhea Uh, (laughs) (laughs) got um you know uh, you got to test something like that. What is what's Stephanie's go-to self-care? What's let's just say, fuck it, you're gonna take the day off, and you know, kind of like what I did today. I mean, I didn't feel too down or anything, but I was like, I'm gonna fucking take the day off and go, um, you know, treat myself. What what yeah. is Stephanie's go-to? Like, let's 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 wake up in the morning here. Just you got the birds chirping, you got the sunlight gleaming in, you got. You got sweet pea. Let's be real, though. We're in the Northwest. A lot of the time, it's dark and raining. <laughs> it's it's just like, like thunder. I fucking love when we get a rare thunderstorm here, but like, or like when it's like heavy raining outside. Come on. I've lived here for three years. We don't have thunderstorms. But really, you'll wake up in the morning. Um, I'm currently in a, in a building in Portland that it's called an urban wall between (laughs) (laughs) my living room and my bedroom so I don't have any windows I have a space it's a wall that separates my living room and my bedroom you have no windows in your apartment uh oh oh no I have wonderful floor-to-ceiling windows and oh high ceilings so they're very big windows but when it comes to my bedroom the wall between the bedroom and the living room comes down about That's a right. quarter of the way, and it leaves this little space. So when the sun comes up in the morning, I have sun cascading through that little gap between the living room and the bedroom. Maybe hard to envision without looking at it, but it's the best way I can describe it. But when it's really dark, you don't have those windows. When it's raining out you got the clouds and you don't have the sunshine it makes it really 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 hard to wake up in the morning and sometimes man the way i get through that is taking a bath okay (laughs) honestly i 
I always have a lot of bubble bath on deck. I always got a bunch of... Like Mr. Bubble? You got Mr. Bubble or something like I that? I love Mr. Bubble because I am convinced that he has the best bubbles that stick around the longest. Wait, but really? N- no, really. I do feel that way because that's what I had as a child. And Damn. I can tell you all the times that the bubbles have overflowed, but right now I've got like a little watermelon bubble bath that somebody gifted to me mm. and... Uh, Rebecca Johnson, shout out. What's up, girl? I bought some uh, bath salts from her for Christmas. Oh, yeah. And they have a bunch of dried flowers in there mm-hmm. and essential oils. And I put them in my little uh, stocking stuffers for my sister and her boyfriend. Yeah, she and made some Adam. good shit. Um, yeah, she, she did. She hit me up with some. That was really good shit. So Yeah. I need to get her shop link. What's I'll text her that before I post it. Yeah, she did a really good job. Uh, they're beautiful. The rose petals even turned my bath a little pink hue, which I love. Um, and I I love to get a super hot bath going. Sometimes I even put on a face mask while I'm in the bath, and you get those, like, what is this called that comes off? The steam. Yes. <laughs> the steam comes off the water and some of that heat. Uh, helps activate your ingredients and your masks even better, just FYI. And I don't know, I'll either listen to music or a video, but... Or the dingus hour? Yeah, or or the dingus hour. <laughs> and by the time I get out, I may be feeling <laughs> sluggish, maybe not even ready for mm-hmm. the day. Um, and that's why... Sometimes you gotta take a walk. You get the fresh air, or maybe you don't have shit to do after your bath. Just, I mean, you gotta take you gotta take relax, sweet pea. Man. You gotta take sweet pea on a walk too. I have a little tiny Pomeranian. She isn't even a year old yet. She's under five pounds, and her name is Sweet Pea. So that's Jeez. what Spencer's the referring to. Fucking little dog. She is literally a popcorn full of joy. I call her my fluffy cloud, and I can't get over her. And you also have, you have Pookie, too. I have a cat named Pookie. She is a short hair exotic, which is an American Sorry. short hair and a Persian. So she's got a little flat face, but short hair and bright orange eyes, and she's all black, and she's gorgeous. Um the sweetest love what would i do without them you you have they are some sweet animals too they i yeah i i adore that you have a dog too you i want to get to that stage in my life one day well i never thought i was ready for a dog because Mm -hmm. hello i live in downtown portland Mm -hmm. you don't think about having a yard that's obviously not an option for me Mm -hmm. And I always grew up knowing that you have to take very special care of dogs, walk them all the time, give them a yard, give them playmates. I believe they deserve that. And if I can't give that to them, I probably shouldn't own one. Um, but this is a special case. No. He is probably the smallest dog I've ever freaking seen. And she really thinks she's a cat, not a dog. So 
you know, she doesn't need the companionship. She's got Pookie, and she thinks she's a different species. That's all we need. She sees a litter box? Um, nope. I, <laughs> she do, she has her own litter box, so she's a pee pad. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it's not like a puppy pee pad. It's a grass pad, so okay. at least looks a little more modern and kind of mm-hmm. natural looking. It doesn't stink at all. And uh, yesterday, I signed up for the real live grass pads. So every month, uh, obviously this isn't sponsored because I can't remember their name. (laughs) Uh, A company will send you a a patch of grass that they use to urinate. It's like a monthly subscription. (laughs) And you throw it out and then you replace it with a clean new one. And it lasts for a whole month? Let's hope so, Let's because hope that's so. the subscription I'm on. I know you can make it more frequent, but it's probably like $30 or so. Uh, and I could do $30 a month, but if See, it gets stank, we'll have to adjust that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but obviously. apparently there's some great, like, huh. uh, ammonia-canceling abilities within <laughs> the natural grass or whatever that is, but fingers crossed. Interesting. That's yeah. wild. That's yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. That's insane. Yeah, she's got a plastic. Uh, uh, the thing tray? right now. Yeah. yeah, but it gets rank, man. Oh, and, sure. And like it smells fine in here. And then I have somebody come in and they're like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Oh, they're lying. They're lying. It smells. It must smell. I don't even know it. Yeah." god damn <laughs> tell yeah. your friends the truth <laughs> yeah absolutely be up front with us if you walk into my apartment and it smells like ass just won't let be me mad know. at you just please tell yeah i won't be mad there i mean i'll ask you to kindly leave after the, <laughs> i'll uh, ask you to get the fuck out yeah but get out i'll i'll be fine with it later but yeah okay so you go out and you take your walk and then uh-huh. you go take this walk. What? What oh, is? Oh, we're checking. We're going all the way back to the self care, right? Yes, we're okay. continuing on this self care train. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I'll walk pee. Um. And I'm also like a really thick talking person. I've noticed that a lot of people have a problem with phone calls, in a sense that they're like, I'm not ready for a phone call, or they'll delete it or say, Why don't you just text me? Well. Because I'm a very social butterfly, mm-hmm. and if I'm having a downtime and I'm really needing to self-care for me, that involves calling if I can't see you in person, right? So mm-hmm. I think phone calls are really important. I have a few of my go-tos that will I already know will spend <laughs> an hour if I need it mm-hmm. on the phone mm-hmm. and genuinely carry that That's conversation good. where you're able to connect with someone and i think for self-care it's really important that you have at least one person in your life that you can call and have an hour-long conversation mm-hmm. about nothingness if that's what it is um but to be able to rely on that type of communication it's important introvert or extrovert i think it's healthy Did, have you taken your uh your personality test? Yeah. What'd you get? I am a JF1, I think. JF1. That's my Myers-Briggs, okay. something I'm like that. E- I think I'm ENFJ mm-hmm. when I looked. 
when whenever we had to do it in yeah I took a psychology class where we really went into depth on the Myers-Briggs and what each letter meant Hmm. we even categorized everyone in the class and was able to talk about our differences but we had I have a pea brain of memories I can't tell you we had that at PCC and I was actually Uh in a class with Dave on that and and we were on separate sides. What class sides of the, was this? This was marketing. marketing. Oh, it's your marketing class. Yes. I almost took it with the two of you. You should have. Oh, that class was so Should I fun. have, though? I really you don't think so. Probably hate, you would have probably hated it. I probably would have hated it, we, Dave, because I'm no math gal. That class was so... It wasn't... No, it was super easy. It was the, the people, easiest... The people in there. The people in there were so <laughs> fun. There was... Uh, so, so starting off, so we took off, we took our Myers-Briggs test and, um, I asked the question, I said, is it possible for people to have multiple, like introvert and extrovert? Yes. And this girl, or, uh, I don't know if they use girl pronouns or she, her pronouns, but, um, this person in the front of the class looks at me and said, are you making fun of people with multiple personality syndrome? Because that's not funny. Genuinely? Genuinely. Mm. And I said, no. I was like, I was asking a question. I'm sorry. And it was so awkward. I thought that was a good question, though. Yeah. If you yeah. can be like, both an I was introvert and an extrovert. And, and she got a little defensive got right very there. Defensive. And then they stopped showing up to class. Mm. And, um, then there were, there were a lot of comical people in that class. <laughs> there was... So we all had to do uh, a group project with people. So um, we had to like do like different things. So mine was a yoga studio. So I had to market a yoga studio. Dave had to Fun. Market, Dave had to market mountain bikes. In my group, I had this guy named Benny, and Benny <laughs> Benny was the goofiest. He he walk in and he was like this tall, skinny, like white dude, and he'd walk in and be like, "Hey man, how you doing today?" And <laughs> like i'm good benjamin how are you doing <laughs> and he'd be like he'd be and he there was one day dave me and him were walking to uh to i think to the built the pcc building the office building mm-hmm. and he goes hey man i got a case i gotta fight in lake oswego this week and he like he pulled out his case papers and he showed it to us were you there for that day you weren't okay so maybe it was just me but he started showing me his case papers on uh on like what he was fighting Lake Oswego like government for or Lake Oswego like judicial system over and I was like trying not to laugh. <laughs> was what was like, he fighting? Um I think he did some like fuck shit, like some stupid shit, um and the cops got him and then he said like oh the cops like falsely accused me of that this or something. Sounds pretty typical of any kind of case. Yeah and then you do some fuck shit and the cops get you. Yeah, and then I worked <laughs> <laughs> And then I and then the other girl in my group was this sweet little. Um, I, I, I think she was, I, I think she was Italian, mm-hmm. um, girl, and she was so just like, I don't know, she was so, she was so sweet. She was just like, but she was like, she was like, she didn't understand things. She like didn't understand like social concepts. Like, um, like you would be like. I don't know, you'd say something goofy and she wouldn't, like, understand it. And then in Dave's group, 
Dave had uh, this TikTok famous girl who, yeah, she had like. I've never ma- met like a Insta star or like a. A TikTok star. She was a good yeah, cause cause we had an assignment where it was like if you can get over a hundred people to fill out this quiz, you'll get extra credit. And she's like, no problem. All like, the yeah, people follow. Yeah, me. she's like, I'll put it on my TikTok. That's it's really cool. <laughs> Literally has like a thousand responses. Wow. Yeah. Right, and and you're like, okay. Like, I got five people to do mine. <laughs> she's like, it's fine. I could just use yeah, my followers for everybody. Yeah, we didn't put one up. We were just like, I was just like, ah, fuck it. And um. And a lot of people, uh, and then so she, so she like she was famous, and she's she's TikTok famous because she works at Cold Stone Creamery, mm. and she would do like. What does that make <laughs> you famous though? Because she would do like, I don't know, like aesthetically pleasing videos of like of ice cream of ice cream. Ice cream like people do like hair. ice cream opening up, and she told mm. me this in the middle of class. Like I think we were, like the 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 six of us like work together or something like that in the middle of class i go you're tiktok famous and she was like yeah and now the whole class is gonna be watching and try to follow her yeah she 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 was not about it and i was just like i was like i'm gonna find your tiktok right now and i like pulled it up in the middle of class talking about this yeah and i was just like uh okay and um and then you worked with another guy named charles and charles was just Charles was a fucking the goat. Charles was Charles was a doofus. Um, can I swear on here? Is that a thing? Yeah, you can. I swear hit my mic. Here. I'm sorry. I don't know what that sounded like. You can <laughs> swear. You can. I can swear. Okay. Yeah, this is the dingus hour. This I is... said effing earlier, like I know. not purposefully. I tried to like catch myself. Like this is YouTube. Oh, oh yeah. Take the kitty. Yeah, pass off the cat. Eating it. There's the, bo- there's the baby boy. Sorry, this is a bad inter- intermission. You should there. warm up his towel. We like Actually, warm he has a towel in the dryer. So maybe wrap him in that. The boys are bonding with Don't their new baby. Don't stick him in the air fryer. Oh, he could fit in the air fryer. Okay, so and like Charles, Charles was like he would he he was like that kid who'd like fucking say shit that didn't make any like kind of like me where I'd say shit that didn't make sense. But he wouldn't back it up. Like I would, <laughs> I would, I would make sure to back it up. Like I would be like, like even if I was like totally wrong. This is for your marketing class. Yeah, and mm-hmm. this dude, he had the biggest like speaking phobia. Like he could not speak in front of people. Like he'd be like, uh, uh, do you have I, many uh, class uh, presentations? Yeah. So we had a big one uh, at the end, and so mine was on a yoga studio, and then. Uh, there was one on like managing a music group and that was awful. That was terrible. Um, there was one for these people who sold popcorn mm-hmm. and they brought us in popcorn. I remember we presented and they brought us in like specially bagged popcorn with their brand on it. You know, it really sounds like you guys had a pretty fun marketing. It class, was a, it was a hoot and a half. And there uh, were a lot the, of projects. The teacher, uh, rap, his name was, uh, Mr. Mr. Rap. And oh my God, he was, I actually had a presentation. We had to do like a marketing presentation, and I did mine on uh, Kanye West. I did, uh, <laughs> I did the uh, why Kanye West gets so much attention, pretty much. Uh huh. And uh, so I did it on the Jesus is a uh, King uh, album because that's when it just came out. And Kanye was also releasing like a bunch of merch to go along with it, and it was really stupid. And it looked like it was designed that by that wasn't like, a very great album, was it? Terrible. Um, <laughs> 
No, it's 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 David says terrible. David says terrible. So, um, in my opinion, in my Kanye West stand opinion, um, this is the one that's like power, which is a cool song. Power is my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. So wrong album. Yeah. So Kanye has. We're gonna look up. I'm a huge Kanye fan, so we're gonna look up all the albums here because I wanna. I'm gonna list all my Kanye. You don't know all the albums by. I, I know most you of them. Do you? No. I don't either. Like <laughs> so, so his most recent one, Jesus is King. Jesus is um, so Kanye like took like a religious because he was like the whole I'm, album. Yeah, it's basically a religious thing, and um, so he also released a movie with it too that I bribed Dave into going to see. I or you not bribed? It in yeah, theaters? yeah, in theater. So it wow. was. But I didn't really bribe Dave. I more like showed up. I came home and I was like, uh, can you Venmo me $13? I got you a <laughs> ticket for the Kanye West movie. And we went and it was, um, I think I've talked about this before, but we went and it was an IMAX like spectacle. And they were like, this is, you know, it was at uh, Bridgeport and we it was, at the, it was in the IMAX theater. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to be like a, I'm trying to think like a movie you know how like some rappers do like like album music videos like they'll have like i don't know they'll have like a kind of like a short like movie for the album pretty much yeah uh like vince staples did one for uh prima donna or, mm-hmm. or um jeanette uh janae janae i don't know what her name is all the people all the people all the people that do that thing yeah um and he basically um, had this, and I, so we had this movie at Bridgeport, and I said, okay, we're gonna go see this. So we went, and the movie theater was like sold out. It was just like everyone was there. And I looked up beforehand, and I said, how long is this movie really gonna be? And it said, 35 minutes. And I said, no way, like absolutely no way this thing's 35 minutes long. And we go in. And it's that's short. Yeah, it was very short for, for thirteen dollars and going short. to a movie. Yeah, it's, that's a TV show. Um, and basically, we go, and it was to describe it. It was like a couple songs off the album, but not even the album. It was like live sung by his like gospel oh, no. singers. Um, and he basically, um, it was in a. It, it was a beautiful. It was like aesthetically, it was gorgeous. It was because it was like inside these um, chapels, kind of catacombs in Arizona. Like there's an mm-hmm. art piece, um, mm-hmm. and I posted before. Because um, I need it, but it was like these beautiful catacombs. You mean? Uh, I think there's only really one catacombs. <laughs> I don't really <laughs> think uh, you can relate it that way, but. <laughs> Were they chapels? Were they like tunnels and chapels? They were in just like old desert, though. Road and crater. In the desert. I didn't see the video. Thing. I wasn't okay. there. I didn't so see your movie. It was, I mean, it was cool, but it was more like you pay $13 to watch. Like, so, this was, so this was. So this was the road and crater. So it was like these wow. big open, like art pieces. And that looks pretty cool. It was really cool. It was gorgeous. And it was. But it was 35 minutes long. So the movie ends. Arizona State University is, it says that, 
uh, James Terrell allows some ASU students. So does that mean in this location? Yeah, so I don't know exactly where it is. Maybe Arizona's. It's, it's in Arizona. I know it's in Arizona, yeah. but okay. um, but I definitely um, I'd love to see it just for the just the I don't know the art piece of it. It's, yeah, that um, looks pretty amazing. And for all of you that can't see it, it kind of looks like a big hallway with almost a spiral-like type of illusion. Yeah, just look up the rodent crater. It's it's gorgeous, and um, so the movie ends and. It goes to black and everyone's like sitting there in silence and it was so quiet that I got uncomfortable and I let out this big like Spencer cackle. Oh dear. In the movie theater. <laughs> and Dave's just like, Dave's just like covering his face. Hand like, oh face. no. And like, people are here for like the religious aspect of, I don't know. <laughs> people, the Kanye stands are here. You know, it could be full of Kanye fans, but because it's so religious based that you think that you're around a bunch of Christians. Yeah, but um, and then the credits rolled and like more people started like kind of laughing, too. And uh, they did. We got up and I remember leaving the movie theater going pee. And then there were people standing outside in the movie theater hallway like, bro, I thought this scene meant this. I thought this connection was Jesus telling us this. And I was like. No, <laughs> that's stupid. I was like, this dude just made this movie to take y'all's money. Like, I don't know how deep Kanye's intellectual mind goes. I know some people claim that he's a genius. Some people say it's a marketing genius. Sometimes people say it's a musical genius. Uh, but that only goes so far, you know? I don't know if he really has it in him to place that many metaphors. And really, you'd have to work with multiple people I, on a kind of project like that I to think, be able to have that kind of movement. And, and, you know and what in, I mean? my, in my opinion, I think musically and um, marketing-wise, he's a genius. I think he knows what he's doing because mm-hmm. he always – like the Trump shit. Like when he, when he aligned himself with Trump – like, and he got, he basically got everyone pissed off at him, all this shit. And you know what he did at the end of that? He released a fucking album. He, he got his name so hyped up and he got everyone hating him. And at the end of it, he's like, I'm going to release this album that right now. That is marketing Like, right yeah. I'm going to do this. Or like Kim K, like he hypes up his wife, like getting or like dropping like a new nude photo on the internet or some like lewd photo. Can I ask if the bleach on my t-shirt song is about Kim? Because I thought that was bleach my asshole. Oh, I just fucked this model. She just bleached her asshole. She got bleach on my t-shirt. So I'm gonna feel like an asshole. Um, I would think it'd be about Kim Kardashian. I know they. I heard rumors that it was, uh, but Adam and I had this conversation. So, so he has a song called ecstasy where he was on ecstasy and he talks about like swapping around like the different wives in the kardashian family to have sex with now i'm sure they do that because of the hollywood like cult shit that they have going on you're sure they do what can i clarify that like wife swap i'm sure people in hollywood pass around oh but you're not specifically talking about the kardashians because i really don't think that they're swinging like that with Kanye. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure Courtney's not fucking Kanye and neither is Chloe. It's just bizarre. 
That sounds like a, a I, they big could old be. Fat I I don't know. There's to me. There's that sounds like some celebrity type of. What do you call those things? Illuminati conspiracy. You. Yeah, it's definitely a conspiracy. Oh, conspiracy shit. Spencer yeah. conspiracies. That's a Ba-bum. strong one. Um, I I I think that. I don't know. They definitely he's he's talked about it. I mean, he's a very kind of sexually deranged. <laughs> he's derogatory. That's he's very derogatory. I mean, I am too, but I'm not like that bad, but like he um he's definitely like very oh, I mean, he uh he like directed the Pornhub Awards one year. Isn't that so interesting that somebody that could be immediately off the bat described as derogatory, deranged, and Pornhub in the same sentence is coming out with Jesus albums, am I right? That is not to say that people cannot change. That's not my point. I'm only saying. No, I agree with that. That's very that's very interesting. No, I think he's always wanted to do something with the church. I mean, he's always had some... Like religion tied into his rap, but to be honest with you, his better songs are. I mean, my my religious base. Actually, he has a song. I mean, my favorite Kanye song is um, "Devil in a New Dress," off of uh, "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy." Play for me later with Rick Ross. Can I go really old? Yeah, I really love "Flashing Lights." Flashing Lights is a great... That song just has a lot of um, yeah, memories it's, it's, in it. It's good, and I like it. I mean, I... Um, it's nostalgic. That's what I was looking for. It's very for. nostalgic, and seeing it live is fantastic. I mean, being in, like... like I, I saw him in Seattle when he did the uh, the St. Pablo tour, so that was... Oh, when, you did? Yeah. That's a very... Did you see the floating stage? I did. I wow. Did. I did. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, I hated... So I saw it uh, four shows before he basically said, fuck it, I'm out. And um, I, uh, so I saw him and. Were I, you in the pit or were you in the I arena? wish I was in the pit. It That's would like be very my cool. Biggest it regret. looks really awesome. That's my biggest regret, not being in the pit. And yeah. I think at Maybe that time. Maybe worth a few extra dollars. <laughs> yeah. No, I still paid fucking crazy money. For I, I am only <laughs> minimalizing that when I say few Yeah. I mean, the shows I wish like I was in the pit for were um, that Kanye show and then uh, the first time I saw Travis Scott, uh, Bird's Eye View. When mm-hmm. he brought Drake out, and then Drake got in the pit with everyone. That's the one show I was like, okay. That's I w- very cool. Uh, but, yeah, so I saw the St. Pablo tour. And, I mean, his his stage design's gorgeous. Um, and then, like, he did Flashing Lights and, like, the whole stadium, like, you know. During the St. Pablo yeah, tour? Yeah, like, awesome. we're flashing everything. Like, he went on there. Bring it back to your roots, too. At the yeah. Same time. Yeah. Yeah, and he, he did, like, he did most of the bangers. I mean, the one thing he did, I mean, he called out Jay-Z. This was, um, he called out Jay-Z because Kim got, remember when Kim Kardashian got held up at gunpoint? You do, in Paris. Yeah. That's why he left the St. Pablo tour. That was why he left uh, one of the shows because he got word halfway was through. Was it not the, the tour entirely? So, so that's I'm kind of into my pop culture too here Spencer we're comparing here. no I know I know I love this I love this this is great um so from my understanding is so when that happened it was halfway through the show and he got word 
halfway through the show, Kim got robbed at gunpoint. Right. And he flipped out and he kind of said, show's over, didn't right. say anything, left. Then he had another show in, I don't know, some other city, Los Angeles, maybe. And if it's wrong, then I'm sorry. But he basically <laughs> was about 45 minutes in and he said, my throat hurts. I don't want to sing anymore. Mm. And it was great because the stage was what would happen is it would be at one end of the arena and it would be like tilted and it would slowly like move up and it the couldn't floating move stage. that fast. Like it could move at like Because it was on a pulley system. Yeah, it was. And it could move like two miles per hour. And what would happen is when that happened, um, basically like he had to like slowly like after saying that, it was like really awkward. It was just like <laughs> it took some like, time to get him back. <laughs> like, <laughs> now you get to see the gaze of all of the eyes. Yeah, everybody's just like looking at him. Um, and then at my show, he called out Jay Z, and he's like, "You didn't come up to the fucking house when Kim got robbed. You didn't call me. You didn't do this shit." But was that his responsibility? No, it's no. not. And it's just like, who the fuck cares, you know? And uh, to say to hundreds of people, yeah, maybe not worth yeah. Your time. And then like he skipped over Paris, and I was like, the maybe no! the valuable thing to talk about instead of Jay Z. Yeah, I and hear you. He was like skip, skip, and he skipped over like the two songs he did with Jay Z. Um, so now we're on the top uh, topic of uh, pop culture and celebrities. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Kanye West. If we're gonna talk about some kind of pop culture shit what do you think about the way that kanye west handled his political uh election period this year how do you feel about uh kim k and kanye's kind of split of the children and their responsibilities what do you feel about this uh wyoming ranch can you can you give me a little bit of your feedback um maybe you guys don't give a shit maybe you do no i listen in maybe you don't (laughs) no i i don't fucking care this is my podcast i can do what i want um (laughs) this is the dingus hour like fucking you're here for the ride this is be a dingus or don't yeah that's a good journey you're join me on this journey to dingusdom that's the dingus or don't yeah um so I think, on one hand, I think it's really sad that he has no one telling him stop. Mm-hmm. Because he got up there in South Carolina during the pandemic, had his own rally, rally, own rally, and he broke down in the tears and said, I almost aborted my daughter. Mm-hmm. And I watched all of that. That was, that to me, that was so bothersome. Because it was a cry of instability. It was. And that was a cry for help. That mm-hmm. was a cry for, I'm not mentally well, and I need help. And he Which just has... too bad, because it's such a strong topic. You would think that maybe that's why he felt so emotional. But you also think it's so out of context with how Old North is at this point. Um, and, and how appropriate it was for that particular setting you know what i mean right and i i think that and i mean you saw the tweets afterwards after that show where he was like kim and chris uh this is like this is like get out pretty much like he said they they got me trapped in the sunken place and they called for me to 
He get... blamed it all on his support systems, basically. And I don't know. Instead of his own judgment and his own right, actions. But right, but at that point, I mean, how much judgment do you have? Because you have... Um, because you have, I mean, you had people saying, you should How valid is it? How, you should absolutely question. go up there and run for president in a time mm-hmm. where you're not going to get, you know, fucking creamed by Donald Trump or by uh, Joe Biden. Like, the amount of time and effort and money and dedication that it takes to do any kind of presidential election, I, I don't really think it's acceptable to do anything to that value half-assed, honestly. No, and that um, was... And I mean, doing it as a, a media spinoff, I just kind of look lowly of. Uh, that's personal. But I also think that you don't have asked those things. If you're going to run for motherfucking president of the United States of America, you better be serious. That, to me, that's how I feel. And or he, you're making a joke and you're setting the wrong uh, perspective for all kinds of Americans. I, I don't know. And, and I, I think in his head, it seemed serious. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't realize serious for kanye or serious for the country you know what i mean serious for kanye serious for, for kanye absolutely. it's only for the best for him i mean he could he could give two fucks about everyone else i mean he's he's he i don't know it, it, it bugged me so much and it um i mean like still sixty thousand people voted for him but we're also here to talk about self-care and mental health and when we are on the topic of kanye west i think it's hard to talk about him and not talk about mental health because, right, exactly. I mean, there's there's history of him having bipolar. And I mean, going back to the St. Pablo tour, a reason why that stopped is because he wasn't sleeping for days on end. He would mm-hmm. be on binges. He would be on, like, days where he wouldn't sleep for 48 hours to 72 hours. I mean, he went manic. on— manic. Yeah, he was manic. I mean, he went on SNL, and he mm-hmm. had that whole breakdown on SNL uh, beforehand that he went out, and that got leaked. And then— um, they took him away. I mean, he went quiet for a little bit. and I don't think he went to a mental health facility, isn't that right? They checked him in the UCLA uh, mm. after, because when he had that show and he said tours over and he left St. after Pablo's three songs. Tour, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there was that. And then he came out again and he was like supporting Trump and all that stuff. And then and that's when he had the refusal, refusal of treatment, right? Yes, and I think again with uh, when he got up on stage and he started crying, I think he refused treatment again because mm-hmm. I think there were, I don't know if I'm right on this, but they went up to the ranch to try to go get him. Correct. And he rode up on his ATV or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of said, nope, I'm not going with you. Mm-hmm. From uh, what I understood at that very point was that Kim was in Los Angeles with all of her very young children and that Kanye was in Wyoming with his posse, his mental health support system, um, which is wonderful. But what do you think about that separation of the closeness between you? Do you feel like sometimes it's better to have uh, friends in replace of family members? Do you think maybe it'd be better to focus on him and the young children such as Chicago and Sam and 
you know, yeah. all these um, really young babies? Or do you think that it was the smart decision? Because I think it's it's important to talk as open, honest people instead of from a media standpoint where it's all the digs. You know what I mean? Right. And, and that's a very good question. Um, I think if I think if the children are in danger, then he absolutely shouldn't be there. I don't know how the children would be endangered because, I mean, he seems to be somewhat of a good father or to the lesser betterment of the children right. whether it was uh you know could be loud fighting whatever yeah and you could i mean you heard like interviews where like he would like take time out of his day to like two hours a day to go spend with north or go mm-hmm. do that and it, it's i think if if you're if you're putting the children in danger i think there's good separation there. now i'm not married i haven't been in a relationship forever but i mean like I don't know, like, if I had a spouse who was putting my children in danger, yeah, I'd say, fucking, go fix yourself. Mm -hmm. I still want to be in contact with you. I still care about you. But you need to go off to a clinic. Do you think it comes down to the betterment of the children? What about, like... And I would have to agree with you, actually, because when it comes to mental health, whether you have children or not, I think it's extremely important to recognize whether separation is best for you and your head and the position that you're in, uh, regardless of having children or not. Um, When you have children that young, I think it's super important before taking that break that you need to make sure that they are all set up and have the support systems that they need. Sometimes money does buy support. (laughs) <laughs> when I mean, it you, comes he, to he's the second highest paid person in 2020 apparently yeah but i, I would never say that you know a, a paid nanny would ever be able to replace the importance of a parent no, especially never. to that child um but i'd also say you're in a super unhealthy state of mind and you have children a lot of the time the best thing to do is to put you before anyone else because you know it's cheesy as my therapist said today you put on your own face mask before your child's in an airplane but you know your happiness is your child's happiness i'm not speaking this from a child or from a parent standpoint but maybe from a child standpoint um looking at my parents um but i think that when it comes to mental health although you always put a lot of people have put their children first before their own mental health and we've seen disasters man we've seen disasters from that happening um so on the kanye west standpoint i would agree with you maybe it is a better situation to separate yourself for a time being and able to get yourself straight right yeah i mean i think they they live pretty separate lives from my understanding at at this this point um and i i tim to me it seems like he's so i don't know he's so just far gone in just his own reality Mm -hmm. of the world i mean he's building in haiti like he's building his own like fucking i I hate to call it a cult but it just seems like his own like 
just like it area. Like he's trying to find a supportive space for him own self, and if he doesn't have it, he wants to create it. Yeah, you know what I and, mean. And like Wyoming, like it 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 seems like what they have in Wyoming is I mean gorgeous. I mean I would yeah. fuck fuck if I had that much money and I could fucking buy a thousand acres of I don't know how much exactly it is, but if I could buy fucking a thousand acres of land in Jackson, Wyoming, and just fucking chill there and make music and just be with people yeah i'd fucking do it i would never do that you would never do that where would you go i'm an extrovert i would probably cry on my own and wilderness so you fly you fly the homies in i mean the ultimate goal for like me is like have a wife have a couple kids Mm -hmm. um and just like live comfortably like that's that's what i want to do it's i don't do I care for fame? No, I don't really care for fame. Yeah, I'm extroverted and like friendly with everyone, but I don't fucking care for fame. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to fucking be. Um, I don't want to be the next fucking Kanye West. Would I don't, you hate it though? No. We wouldn't hate it. We're not dogging on the fame. No, if we're happened. not. Stephanie, we're very extroverted <laughs> and gorgeous people. I mean, if if we could handle it, right? <laughs> I I think I think yeah, saying it we could. Um, I think we could. I I think so. I mean. We'd still be homies at the time, no matter what. Um, so when you're a famous, you know, fashion model and um, no, not happening. <laughs> no, it's gonna happen. Um, but I, I, I ultimately like just have my own land and where are you headed off to? Uh, I, I lost my phone somewhere. Okay, um, if you need to. I go see s- it's eight o'clock. I know my pants are unzipped. Don't think anything weird. I've been eating a lot of Chipotle. No, she had Chipotle, and I... Um, yeah, I'm just going to look over there for my no, phone No, go really look for fast. your phone. Um, <laughs> no, I... Uh, good. No, of course. Oh, I got it. We're good. But, like, to have a plot of land, have a wife, have some kids, make sure my kids are educated, make sure that I can put my kids through college... Um, and that's so wonderful that, you know, you think that even if you want to have children, that that is a goal of yours. Yeah. Like a lot I of want people would say, I want children, but they don't consider those. No, I want my kids goals. to live well. Like I, I thank you for getting the dandruff out of my eyebrows. Get you a esthetician <laughs> bestie. Um, but yeah. And I just want my kids to like be educated and just go through college i mean kind of i don't know i i hate to be corny but kind of like how we were raised i mm-hmm. guess like how like we had that support system there for us and like i want to i want to you know my parents did a great job but it's like you know i want to do better than, if that makes sense like mm-hmm. like i think everyone should always do better than the next like generation like i think you know my 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 dad did better than what my grandfather did and mm-hmm. then i want uh you know i want to do better than my dad and then i want my kids to do better than me i want you know my family to keep kind of like evolving and getting better and um you know being self-reliant and just making sure they have like a good support system too and making sure like you have someone there that like loves you understands you at the end of the day and um you know you know i, I like I said earlier all people are different while I think that's like a beautiful story for you and Mm -hmm. I wish that 
I guess I wish that I had that perspective because honestly, um, I think my boyfriend Adam and I have come to terms that we both <clears throat> have genetic predispositions to uh, mental health disorders mm-hmm. uh, where we both have suffered enough in our 20s that, you know, throughout our lives up to our 20s that we've decided that we don't want to pass those traits on to another child and you know and i think that that is taking responsibility for and and that's our characteristics to uh be sure that you know we don't want to put somebody through that kind of pain yeah and and, and risk yeah and that's that's huge and um you know obviously everyone's different and i mean we've all have our mental health um, you know differences and but no that's 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 a huge like that's fantastic on you that you recognize that and that mm-hmm. you don't want to pass that on and um you know again kids aren't for everyone and um but no that's that's fantastic that's it's really been cool. a very open topic lately i was talking to my aunt on the phone yesterday about it uh-huh. and um she didn't have children either my aunt never had children and uh, when she was talking to me, she was talking about her mom, and she was like, she should have never had children. She was never, you know, mentally sound enough mm-hmm. to be okay to have children. And all three babies that she popped out all suffered from, you know, mental health problems. And I only know how much that I have suffered as an individual as a result from mm-hmm. that, where these genetics really mm-hmm. truly stemmed from, um, I would feel a lot immense guilt for transferring that to somebody else, especially when I have Adam's uh, genes in combination with my own, where I know that he has genetic dispositions for depression and anxiety but that combination can you imagine what that poor fucking child would have had gone through and so many people don't take that into consideration a lot of people almost think this child could fix me this child could give me somebody to love Mm -hmm. because i'm lacking that love um but i think it's important for people to assess their own you know biological layout and say you know what are the odds damn right you officially like made this like the deepest podcast (laughs) we've ever had like out of the seven episodes like I just talk about like fucking girls and you know come on we're talking about wellness and Kanye West like (laughs) no this is great this is fantastic and um no i've i've appreciated you coming and sharing this because you have such a great outlook on the world and you're just so you're just intelligent you are so fucking intelligent thank you so much um, i'm happy to be here with you thank Thank you you so much for inviting me of course and i've been having a blast so i'm so glad uh so stephanie one question I like to ask people on the show because I didn't ask you this at the beginning. Hit me. If you were stuck, so let's let's say you go on a cruise and you know we're you're having fun and then the boat wrecks and it's mm-hmm. like the Titanic. Um, mm-hmm. Where, uh, what, 
you're you're stuck on you're stuck on an island now. I guess Castaway is a better movie. Okay. What celebrity would you want to be stuck with and why? Leo. Leo. <laughs> Was that a quick answer? No, that's what my brother said. That's a great answer. Your brother did yeah, too. Yeah, my brother said Leo. Um, not only did I have my first hot and heavy crush of Leonardo DiCaprio in that Titanic movie, Dear God, um, I also think that not only is he an incredible multidimensional actor, but I also think that he has really good values when it comes to the ecosystem, when it Mm -hmm. comes to, um, you know, recycling and, uh, you know, climate change and all of that sort. You know, he he did that documentary. He does all of these kinds of things for the planet. Um, And only because of the depths of his roles, I feel that we could have some really insightful conversations that he would be not only a super freaking hot man to like be stuck with, but that we could have some really good intellectual conversations. I mean, I loved, I mean, I love Wolf. Um, I love, I love What's Eating Gilbert Grape, honestly. What is it called? What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Have I've you, never heard of it. You've never seen I've never that watched movie? it. Stephanie, you got it. So he plays. Do you got a year? Do you know when it came out? Uh, yes, I can look it up. So you got a laptop. It's, about, it's, it's fantastic. It's, it's like. Gilbert or Dilbert? Gilbert. Gilbert. So it's Grape. about, and I can give you the. Okay, yeah, so. we're sucking coronavirus, so really all that we're doing lately is watching movies. So if you've got a movie recommendation, I'm all there. So this is so this is with Johnny Depp. So Gilbert, okay, great. So Gilbert Grape is a uh, small young town man with a lot of responsibility. Uh-huh. Chief among his concerns are his mother, is his mother who is overweight. Uh, so she's basically so overweight that she can't leave the house. Okay. Uh, so and then Leo's role is Arnie. And Arnie is like this mentally challenged child, and you think he's mentally really? challenged. It's so insane. How old he is plays, he during this movie? Do you know? I think he's seventeen. Okay, so this is and a young it's Leo. It's so moment. amazing because he seems like mentally challenged. Like he seems like a mentally challenged actor to a mm-hmm. T. And um, it is. It's such. It's such a beautiful movie, it's and moving. it's it's so it's depressing as movie. fuck. But it's it's good, and that's my movie recommendation. Yeah, so, I would love to watch it. Yeah, please watch it and let me know how you like it. But I would love to. Excellent, excellent. Well, Stephanie, do you have anything else to plug this evening? You know, I appreciate every single one of you that have listened to this point. We fucking salute you. We're che- cheersing to you now and slurring. With our truly lemonade <laughs> hard seltzer. Hopefully along with you. And, you know, we appreciate your support. We hope we're having a great fucking day, especially with all this coronavirus. Yeah. Maybe you got a couple tips today that made you feel like, Maybe next day you'll try these things and hopefully feel a little bit better. Yes. Uh, we all need that right now. Meditate. Treat yourself. Get, get a fucking facial. Get a facial. You need one and you don't notice. You do. A- at least have one in your life so that you can really recognize the benefits of it. And there then you before go. you I, know I, it, I we're feel... all going to be treating our skin better. Yes. I feel glowing. I feel, I feel fantastic. He is, though, because you really are. Thank you. you really are glowing. You're such a queen. Oh my god. Ma. Okay. Thank you guys so much. Alrighty. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Spencer, for it, having of me course, on. Of course, Steffi. Anytime. You're for sure gonna come back on. But 
Um, if uh, you know you're still listening, thank you so much, and I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. Thank you.